1: up, everybody? Welcome to the SGPM Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Blake Meyer, at Balake on Twitter, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And I got my co-host, Ryan Gilbert. That's at S O P on Twitter. How you doing today, Ryan?
0: Yeah, I'm doing good here. All my fantasy baseball leagues are over. They didn't run late here. But I know some leagues do run to the final day of the season. So I'm hoping we can help some of those guys out here with this show.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been sitting here doing my Tuesday AMA on Reddit, helping a few people here and there, and uh, I still have two leagues going through the end of this week. I mean, the championship in both. One's super tight in a, a head-to-head league. The points league, I have like a 150-point lead on the other person, so I think I should lock that one up. But the head-to-head one is intense. Like this morning, I was up uh, five-four, say five to four to one. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It's super close. I'm really hoping I had kind of punted on saves all year. And our pitching is what's like the closest between me and him. And he has two total saves for the whole year or like for the whole matchup. And so I ended up picking up uh I picked up uh Bednar for Pittsburgh, Duvall for San Francisco, and and Bard for Colorado. And I figured, you know what? If it can all just get me one save this week. I've got a chance at winning saves and that should get me the the six for for the win I'm hoping because I kind of been blowing everybody out in this league this year and for whatever reason this matchup is super close. I like it though. It's more fun that way.
0: Yeah, head to head matchups can always just be a complete crapshoot if you if you have a bad week, your opponent has a good week, especially in the playoffs. But yeah, if if you hear those guys Bednar, Deval, and, and and Bard, like you don't think they're gonna be good, but I mean the Pirates are playing the Reds, they could easily win those games. Then the Rockies are playing the Giants, so like one of those teams has to win, and if it's a save situation, you, you should get that. So yeah, that's what we always talk about. Look at your opponent, look at where their weaknesses are, maybe what moves you can make to to kind of combat that. And and that those are some good pickups by you.
1: Thank you, sir. I, I'm hoping. I figure in those games, I don't even care if it's like a, a 12 to 11 game or whatever. Just, <laughs> I just need to save. Like You don't even have to strike anybody out at this point. Just get those three outs at the end of the game, and I will be a happy camper. One thing I want to get to, though, is we have actually been pretty good at calling some, some names out lately of some guys that could be really helpful for these last couple weeks. And I mean, we were big on Newt Bar there for a while, and that did backfire after about a week. But he has been hot lately. He's hitting 400 over his last seven over the last seven days. So, I would like to call that a win for us again. 400 got a couple home runs, some RBIs. He's playing pretty well. Uh, but the one that I think was most impressive was. Uh, Joey Manessis, you called out Joey Manessis, and he has been an absolute terror at the plate lately.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't want to toot our horn, horn too much with, with Bar. He's still batting under 200 over the last 30 days. But, yeah, it's good to see him getting back up there after that over 20-whatever streak he was on. So, But, yeah, Joey Manessis it was a guy that I had um, on my keeper team that I missed the playoffs with. But I'm glad he was able to help some people out there, especially if you picked him up, if you're a listener. Looking at his game long, he's had a, a a long hit streak. He had a few multiple hit games in there. Hitting some home runs against Miami, against Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean for the Nationals, they, they weren't going to look like a team that could really be fantasy relevant. But he's hitting middle of their order, and he's playing teams. He play had two series against Miami, who's also out of the playoffs. So, he, they've been able to play spoiler or just you know just finish out the season there. He's been he's been good.
1: Yeah, I mean over the last fifteen days, he's. Hitting 340 with three doubles, four home runs, nine RBIs, stole himself a base. Uh, He hit that monster home run to start the game the other day. I think it was first pitch of the the entire game. Jumped on it to dead center. He's one of those guys, like 31 years old, rookie. Guys like that don't really pop up and have monster years, kind of the career minor leaguers. He played overseas for a little bit. The only one I can think of recently, I mean, there's probably more than I can think of, but my Mariners bias is coming in. It's, uh Austin Nola. It's like 30, came up for the Mariners and did pretty damn well and ended up being a good trade piece for us. Got us Ty France, which I am happy about. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, lately, MJ Melendez has been hot. We were on him a couple weeks ago. Uh, if you guys picked him up, you've been reaping the rewards uh, over the last... Uh, the last 15 days he's the number four uh points league catcher in fantasy baseball couple home runs his average he's only hitting like 222 which isn't ideal but he doesn't strike out a ton he gets on base at a decent clip and he's got decent power and the three position eligibility is always nice as well uh he's somebody that, especially in keeper leagues could be such a steal for next season
0: yeah, we we talked about Melendez mostly with Keeper Leagues, and uh, luckily I was able to pick him up in my Keeper League. I'll, I'll definitely be keeping him because, you know, he has that catcher outfield eligibility on Yahoo, and he may not be playing catcher, and then you just have an outfielder in that catcher slot where sometimes in the past I would have an empty slot there. So he's he's a guy, you said it. It's he's not going to hit for much average, but he has the power. Uh, he even stole a base uh, last week against Boston, it looks like. So, yeah, he's... In a in a position like catcher where there's so few fantasy, fantasy, good fantasy options, I think Melendez is someone to definitely keep an eye on for the rest of this year and especially moving forward.
1: Yeah, I'm actually starting him and Salvi on the same team today. Just threw Melendez in the outfield spot and got Salvi in the catcher spot to try and take advantage of the matchup against the lefty today in Detroit. So we'll see how that plays out. But, I mean, he hits the hell out of the ball. He's one of those guys, average active velocity, in the 90th percentile. He just he makes really quality contact. He's just gets bit by the Babbitt bug quite a bit. That was a tongue twister to actually say out loud. But he, gets, <laughs> he hits the hell out of the ball. He makes excellent contact. Uh, so the average will come. He's still young. I mean, we hope the average will come. But the power is there for sure. And especially, I mean, you can never go wrong with the multi-position eligibility uh, and then i also wanted to highlight our streaming picks for sunday went over pretty well uh we had and sanchez who pitched a gem of a game for washington uh we had what else we have we had samson mm-hmm. for the cubs did pretty damn good and uh i'm never gonna know how to say his last name uh civil savali civil savali i believe it's savali, savali. that's so much cooler than civil <laughs> so <laughs> he pitched he pitched a damn good game as well uh and then Suarez for the Angels the one that got highlighted by uh our and baseball writer Matt Valdez excellent game for the Angels as well so if you hopped on board and picked up any of those guys to stream on Sunday you came out very much on top because I mean you couldn't go wrong with any of them they were all excellent options
0: Yeah, I'm going to especially shout out uh, Adrian Sampson, who was the guy that I picked up. He went six innings, three strikeouts, got the win against the Pirates. So that's a quality start there. And then also um, Luis Ortiz, who I said possibly looked to pick up for the Pirates against them. He only went four and two thirds, but only allowed one run, seven strikeouts there. So, yeah, somehow just the bottom of the barrel streaming options that we were like, okay, maybe try one of these guys, like all of them somehow. Came out with good starts there, so hopefully that was able to help some of our listeners get those last-ditch pickups to, to win their matchups last week.
1: Yeah, and uh, looking at Sabali real quick, he could actually be a pretty good—just throwing this little nugget out there—he could be a pretty good streaming option for this Saturday before he goes up against Kansas City. I mean, last mm-hmm. game, five innings pitched, three hits, two and run runs, seven Ks with no walks. He doesn't walk a lot of batters to begin with. You got 2-4 six walks in his last six games with some strikeout ability and kansas city i'm not biased because they just put up 11 runs in an inning against the mariners
0: how did that happen how how did the mariners blow that lead i was i saw that that was unbelievable
1: the the (sighs) talk lately is luis casillo i love him to death i'm glad he's staying but he recently has had a habit of kind of letting off the letting off the gas a little bit when he gets a big lead for us mm. and then uh the Mariners putting up 8 runs in an inning that actually messed up his flow this all sounds like conspiracy series conspiracy theory stuff <laughs> but in the 8th inning the Mariners were up to bat for like 25 minutes and so Castillo just not the 8th inning whatever the 5th inning cool. I think it was and he sat so he sat for 25 minutes just not throwing not warming up, not anything, just in rhythm and then sits for 25 minutes and then has to just come right back out and try and pick up right where he was. And my biggest gripe with Scott Service is that he is very, very not good at knowing when you should and shouldn't take a pitcher out of the game. And so instead of being like, oh, Castillo sat for 25 minutes and he's kind of struggling a little bit at this inning, he just figured, oh, we'll let him ride it out. And then the wheels just fell off.
0: Yeah, that's wild that that he kept him in there after. I, I didn't realize that was that was him that kind of blew up there uh, t- after being on the bench for for so long, especially with such a big lead. And you know, you might need him more down the stretch. So give him give him some rest, take some pitches off off his plate. But yeah, that's that was wild. I, I know everyone loves how much we we talk Mariners here, but but that that was just <laughs> c- crazy to see that, that big comeback. <laughs> And then also looking ahead to Saturday, um, Adrian Sampson again. He's a guy he'll pitch against Cincinnati at home. He's had a few straight quality starts against bad opponents. Not gonna get a ton of strikeouts, but good ratios, quality start, good chance at a win. Then something else I, I want to mention is that with the hurricane coming up the uh, East Coast here, definitely keep an eye on that for the rest of the week with potential potential rainouts potential postponements even could see some games being moved if they're going to impact the playoffs so that's going to be something to watch out for i know the phillies and nationals have a doubleheader scheduled on saturday which is not looking good for for the dc weather so just something to keep keep an eye on make sure you you have enough because the fantasy fantasy baseball schedule their matchups are not going to change so Make sure you have enough to to combat that and get past, get around whatever the weather throws your way.
1: Yeah, you need to make sure you're doing whatever you can to lock in that win. And speaking of win, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Yeah, you see how how important uh, speaking multiple languages is nowadays. And, you know, if you're like me and there's a foreign language you regret not taking in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. You only need about 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life.
1: I wanted to do some corny podcasting where we come out of the ad read and I just start speaking like horribly broken Spanish that I don't remember from back in college. Or or uh, like if, if you if started. you were
0: somehow fluent in a, in a different language and and we didn't know I'd be like what the fuck
1: <laughs> you know what uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use Babel and do that next time <laughs> just yeah. straight Italian just come right out of the ad break three into weeks Italian.
0: that's all you need three weeks cool. I all
1: right, right. So, so the sound of that
0: yeah so so we we, we looked back there at, at things we got right um. What are we looking at for, for, the, for the next couple of days here, the last matchup? What are some of the hot players you're looking to key in on here that might be available in most leagues?
1: Uh, one that I want to highlight is Seth Brown for Oakland. He just had an excellent series against the Yankees over the weekend. It was... Shout out my app for not loading fast enough. Appreciate it. Uh <laughs> Uh, he Jeez. over the last seven days he hit two ninety four with a double, two home runs, and four RBIs. Uh, a lot of that was against the Yankees. He didn't do so hot against the Mariners before that, but when they get or not the Yankees, what am I talking about? It was against <sighs> the Mets. I'm restarting that. I'm gonna edit that shit out. <laughs> that was like that was like a train wreck. It just couldn't get worse. Okay, one that I want to highlight is Seth Brown for Oakland. Uh, he's played pretty well actually lately. Uh, he just had a, an excellent weekend series against the Mets. Hit 294 with a double, two home runs, and four RBIs. Uh, he didn't do so hot against the Mariners before that. But uh, to be that successful against the Mets, especially, I know DeGrom pitched this weekend pretty damn good. And they play the Angels coming up. And so, I mean, just like the Marlins, nobody really looks at the Angels and is like, oh, man want to hit off of them, except for when Otani pitches, so maybe avoid when Otani pitches. What date does Otani pitch? He just pitched, didn't he?
0: Uh, I think Ohtani. so, but also I, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> you know what? I respect your honesty. Yeah, he's pitched uh, he pitched on the 23rd, so, okay, so uh, probably pitch
0: probably Wednesday or Thursday, right?
1: Yeah, it says... It does not say. Yeah, Wednesday... Wednesday or Thursday. So, yeah. I mean, and even then, he, he's he been a little hittable lately. He's still Otani, so he's still an elite pitcher, but he's hittable. And Seth Brown, somehow, I mean, if Seth Brown can hit to Grom, Seth Brown can hit <laughs> Otani. So, and other than Otani, there isn't really anybody in that Angels. Pitching staff that you would want to be like, damn, no, I can't, I can't start Seth Brown against him. So I think Seth Brown is an excellent one. And after that, Newt Bar, I know again he's still struggling. And We talked about him earlier, but he has been hitting 400 with two home runs and four RBIs over the last seven days. So a hot Newt Bar is a good Newt Bar, and a good Newt Bar is somebody that you need in your lineup. And I mean, he's been hot lately, so he's somebody to ride uh did you have anybody uh i I was
0: looking at Oswaldo cabrera for the yankees he's been kind of filling up up the box score all over he can pick you up some stolen bases he he had a home run against boston he's he's been getting on base scoring some runs so i know i know runs and stolen bases are usually something you might try to stream for especially stolen bases so that could be an option there um looking at other stolen base guys cj abrams for the nationals they have a they're playing the Braves Tuesday and Wednesday, then have five games and four days against the Phillies over the weekend. So, barring the weather, he should, he could be someone to to look for steals, but but maybe not with uh, Romulo behind the plate. Maybe if you can get a Garrett Stubbs game, maybe he'll steal a base or two. Um, Nate Eden has has three stolen bases over the over the past seven days, which leads the league. I, I don't know if he's going to be continue that pace for the Kansas City Royals, but you know. Stolen bases are one of those categories like saves for pitching where you kind of ignore it all season long and then come playoff time. You see you're down by one or two stolen bases and, and you want to go chase that. So I, I cannot blame you if you go to pick up really anybody at all to, to look to look for stolen bases.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you at all either. And I mean, Connor Capel for the athletics has been doing pretty well recently. As well. I mean, he he lit up Seattle two for three against Seattle in his one game. And then the Mets shit. He went. What is that? Uh, quick math. Six for 12 against the Mets with two home runs and seven RBIs and a points league killing it. Eight points last game against the Mets. 14. The game before that is a rookie younger guy, kind of unproven. So I don't blame you if you don't want to take the risk on kind of an unproven rookie at the end of the year. But also, he's been putting up, like, elite-level numbers against really good pitching before this. So he he's worth he's worth a shot. He's got decent power, three home runs, nine RBIs on the year, low two, two and seven of those did come in the last couple of days. But he's hitting three forty-three overall. Worth a look. He's still... He's, I mean, he's only owned in 1.3% of ESPN leagues, which equals 2.6% of Yahoo leagues. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few guys out there. Uh, Jack Sawinski of uh, Pittsburgh's been hitting really well, too, mm-hmm. lately. For power, at least. <clears throat> Ooh, For power, at least. Uh, in, I mean, he's walking a decent amount, too. He's got five walks the last seven days. So, on-base percentage leagues, that'll help a lot. Still struck out seven times, but... I'll take seven Ks in seven days. That's better than what some of these guys do.
0: Yeah, I, I was looking deeper here into Nate Eden because over the past two weeks, he has six stolen bases, which is double the next guy that's available. So I, I looked up. He has 97th percentile sprint speed. So, I mean, if he if he gets on base, he, he's batting towards the bottom of the order. But if he gets on base, he's going to be running. He had a, a five-game stolen base streak against the Red Sox and Twins. He's playing the Tigers and the Guardians coming up, so he could be someone. He plays third base and outfield on Yahoo, so he could be a, a an ad there if you're looking for a few stolen bases. Definitely.
1: Yeah, in 100 and say 130 games this year, he's got 34 stolen bases. Now that's pretty damn good. He stole 23 last year in 70 games, so he has legitimate speed mm-hmm. and. Yeah. At this this is the point of the year when the Royals, I mean, they're not playing for anything, so why not just let the the fast young kid run? And he's been getting on base at a decent decent amount. He's hitting two sixty-four on the year, uh, 330 on base percentage. So yeah, like if he's he's getting on base, they're going to let him run. And when he runs, he's pretty damn fast. So yeah, he's he's an excellent look in in steals leagues. Also, shout out to you for using baseball savant Statcast numbers. Yeah, look at you.
0: I'm a stat nerd sometimes, too. So don't
1: worry. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Speaking of Royals, a, a former Royal, if if someone dropped Whit Merrifield in your league, he's available in two of mine, still rostered in 71%, but he's been hitting well recently. He, ha- he has three home runs over the past seven days, uh, OPS over one, hitting 286. Obviously small sample size, but if he's he's finding a groove there and he's in that Toronto – batting lineup that's looking to you know secure their playoff spot then he's going to be someone to look at too if if he's still available
1: yeah and he has a track record of success too uh, and he's playing in a, a fairly hitter friendly park in toronto so that's a really good one he struggled really early on this year he was not good at all he was somebody that in those Reddit AMAs, I got asked so often if they should just <laughs> drop him or if yeah. he's going to be able to turn it around. And his big thing at the beginning of the year was uh, he was actually really bad at hitting the fastball at the beginning of the year. It was like two months into the season, I, he was hitting like 220 off of fastballs, which is not very Whit Merrifield-like. And if I pull it up right now, he is now hitting – where are you at? Fastball pitch data. He is now hitting off of fastballs. 267 so i mean okay it's it's 267 like he he hits the the cutter the best at 382 but second best is a four seamer so i mean it's a lot better than it was at the beginning of the year and for somebody that was struggling early on for him to really be finding his groove now he is a guy power steal you some bases still in the 84th percentile in speed so yeah he's available He's well worth the ad right now. He's the kind of guy that could win you some leagues.
0: Yeah, and then someone else that was that was decent earlier in the year. He's kind of looked like he's picking it back up recently. Uh, Patrick Wisdom has three home runs over the past seven days. He's got the Phillies for a few games here in the middle of the week and then home against Cincinnati. So not too many great pitchers there in Cincinnati. So maybe he's someone, if you're looking for kind of more on the power side for home run, RBIs, OPS, he, he's someone to look at. On that side of things.
1: Yeah, and if you're looking for some kind of advantage, uh No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick 'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250 thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for a shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com. Or download the app to get a first deposit match up to
0: $25. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about those bonuses and all the promotions. And if you are, too, you got to check out Promoguy.us. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus-CV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odd boost and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbook. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. We've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they're some of the most informative in the game. They tell you what team's probable to win and where you'll get the best odds as well. as also how to track down and cash in on big, constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using math models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that PromoGuy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out PromoGuy.us.
1: And OddsTrader. OddsTrader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Uh, They have handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, and the bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets.
0: All right, so now that we've we've gone through some of this uh season long fantasy stuff and th- that's not necessarily for everybody cuz like for myself the my season long fantasy leagues are over but with with the playoffs picking up here, the MLB playoffs picking up, I should say. Um there's going to be some more daily fantasy playing whether it be on whatever sports book or app you play on, maybe No House Advantage if that's it. But Blake, what what is your level of uh of experience with daily fantasy sports?
1: My level of experience with daily fantasy sports is not very high. Thank you, Washington State. I have played before in the past, back before they decided that it was illegal in Washington. Uh I have played a little bit more recently because uh DraftKings finally opened a sports book up here out in Washington and you can play daily fantasy uh at the sportsbook you're allowed to like go into the app and play daily fantasy and all those sports of things. So uh, it's there. I've done it before.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just want to go through some of the kind of the more basic strategies or some of the the questions people typically have about it. And I think the, the biggest thing that people do, you know, for, for fantasy football too, and kind of fantasy hockey, there, there's some of this as well, but, but is making sure you, you stack a lineup within your lineup. So that means Stacking same the same hitters from the same team, typically hitting back to back or within a few spots of each other, so that you know if one gets on base and the other guy knocks him in, you, you get you get the points for both of those hits, you get the run, you get the RBI, rather than just only getting one of them and kind of missing out on that correlation. So then so then if if the team you picked does well, like if you stack. Know, like I'm sure the Yankees or the Dodgers are, are popular teams to stack. So if you stack, you know, like Judge and Rizzo together, or Judge mm-hmm. and Stanton, they, and they both go off, or if you stack Trey Turner, or Freddie Freeman, or someone, you know, down deeper in the lineup, then you're going to benefit yeah. from both of those. So then I feel like that's something that is getting more into the general knowledge of daily fantasy and fantasy in general, but I think it's something that's definitely important in baseball.
1: I agree, especially stacking wise when you have some of these more beneficial matchups like i mean you mentioned judge and Stanton stacking them together but just looking at lineups today i think stacking against the blue jays like stacking yankees players against the blue jays would be excellent i'm not a big jose barrios fan especially jose barrios going against that yankees lineup so yeah i mean stacking like judge and Osvaldo cabrera Mm. people like that like it could be really beneficial because Berrios is known to get, to go out there and give up eight, nine, ten runs a game.
0: Yeah, and so, something I I do is I, sometimes I stack like a eight or nine hitter with like a one or two hitter because you're you're gonna get the cheaper option. But if he's if he goes on base and the one or two guy hits him in, then that that's double points there. That
1: that's always good to have.
0: Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, Not you, you got to look for the advantages where you can get them.
1: I like that. Oh yeah, and look at that Yankees lineup. Judge batting first, Aaron, H- Aaron Hicks batting ninth. There you go. Hicks, Hicks is a decent little decent little option. He is. He, he Did He's pretty well against yeah. Barrios today. Yeah,
0: that's not that's not a that's not a bad thing. And I think in in the uh, in classic lineups, you typically need to pick either one pitcher or sometimes two pitchers, depending on depending on the platform you're playing on. So I think pitcher selection is kind of one of the most important things, because if you just have a bad pitcher, he gets negative points. It kind of just tanks your whole lineup. So I, I don't know if, I know people like to take pitchers based off like the Vegas odds, like like just take a favorite so you can hopefully get a win or look at the Vegas total, take a, take a low scoring total game because they're not expecting many, many uh, runs in that game. But also you, you have to factor in whether that pitcher has a high strikeout rate. So I, I think just looking, I think for you knowing Knowing the Sabermetrics and knowing baseball savant and fan graphs and just basically knowing baseball and knowing Sabermetrics or having a grasp on it is really the first good step to give you a leg up on the competition.
1: Yeah, that would help a lot, actually. I've spent today, even I spent a ton of time just digging into different matchups and lineups and all kinds of those things. And I could see how like Sabermetrics and all that would really help try and find even just those little differentiators between your lineup and somebody else's that'll put you in the money uh i mean i'll throw another option out there kyle bradish today he's somebody that i got asked about a lot and i've heard today's at least obviously this is going to come out tomorrow but like today kyle bradish would be an excellent choice uh i mean in four four of his last six games he's pitched seven or more innings only given up two hits in each of them not striking out the most. I mean, he struck out 10 Houston batters last time, but guys like that, I can't see a ton of people setting a DFS lineup and thinking like, hell yeah, I'm going to take an Orioles pitcher against the Red Sox. Uh, But I mean, finding those differentiators like that would make a huge difference. But I'm trying to wonder how often do people take, like go for like the home run, like the all or nothing pitchers in daily fantasy. Like, is there that's got to be too much of a risk, right? Uh,
0: I think it really depends on what you're playing for, if you're just playing kind of for fun. And also, the most important thing is what kind of of competition or, or contest you're in. Because you're, if, if you're just in like a, like a double up or a triple up, you want to basically ha- have a safe have a safe enough lineup where, where you're going to be in the mix and just have a, a few extra guys that can put you over the top. But if you're in those like big competitions where it's only top 20% get paid and it's like big pay big payout to, to first and then and kind of trickles down, then yeah, that, that's Kyle Bradish, Bradish would be a, a perfect guy, someone like that who, you know, he had ten strikeouts last time out. He he has a high ceiling and he has a low price and he's not going to be someone that's owned by a lot of by a lot of rosters there. So that's someone to look at. Yeah, that that's always always something you have to consider is, you know, what, what am I looking for? Am I just kind of throwing a lineup in to to have fun? Am I thinking I want to just have cash this double up? Or do I want to go for the bigger prize? And like, if you're going for the bigger prize, and you want to have a contrarian lineup in there, because if you basically go with the flow of the of the of the chalk options, you're going to be be there with everyone else.
1: And also, speaking of daily fantasy, did you have you been on Twitter today? I know you like uh, live on Twitter sometimes. Did you see Kramer's tweet from last night?
0: I saw that he was like one player off from the from the million, right?
1: Yeah, he went like head to head or whatever for a million dollars.
0: No, no, that that was that was that was the millionaire competition. He he was saying that he oh. was one player away because he he finished. Okay, he finished in ten thousandth opposed to first because he had. I mean, their whole lineup was Barkley, Daniel Jones, Pollard, Shepard, and Graham Gano. But he had his captain of the Giants' defense, and the Cowboys' defense was the other guy's captain. But also, this was during the game, so th- that's always something. That's always something with daily fantasy, especially football. Every sport is that you, you can't you can't count your money for, before it's paid. I mean, like even if there's an inning left, even if there's only a few minutes left. I remember the um, what game? The football game was that where there was like a last second defensive touchdown last week and there was a huge difference in payout for the daily fantasy like someone went from winning two hundred thousand to winning like 200 bucks which you know it's still a big win but it's not a life-changing win so that that's something else yeah. like you want to monitor how you're doing throughout the competition throughout the night but like just seeing that is going to make you go on tilt sometimes
1: oh yeah see that shows how much i have to to learn about daily fantasy. Cause I was sitting here thinking like Denimab was one game away from winning a million dollars. you kidding me? <sighs> But that makes a lot more sense. Uh, but then also for daily fantasy, how much stock do you put into, uh, like weather and ballpark factors and things like that?
0: Yeah. I, th- I think weather is something you definitely have to, you have to look at just in case there's going to be a rain out. You don't want to pick anyone from that. So that, that's the main thing. Sometimes you look at if their if there wind's blowing in, especially in like Wrigley or, or, or some fields that are known more for their weather conditions opposed to maybe out in LA where it's 80 and sunny every night. So you have to look at that. and then, every day. Yeah, and also look at the ball, ballpark factors. You, you look at Coors Field, especially if the Dodgers are playing there. Everyone's going to have the Coors Field game, especially in a smaller slate. If it's like a two or three game slate. So yeah, you have to look at the ballpark factors. You have to look at everything. And this is something for for daily fantasy, but also just fantasy in general, and also also betting. Um, how much stock do you put into historical matchups between batter and pitcher?
1: Me a lot, really. Maybe okay. a lot more than I should. I I mean I factor some other things in as well, like if a player is hot or cold or whatever. Like if somebody's like o for o for twenty eight and they're going up against a pitcher that they like hit three hundred against in the past. I'm still probably going to lean more towards, like, all right, they're in a serious cold streak right now. I don't know how that works out. But a lot of my daily, like for just my regular fantasy baseball lineups, I do a lot of looking into head-to-head matchups and all that between batter and pitcher historically. That baseball savant page where you can see the player matchups, I love that so much. You can see how they've hit against... An entire teams, pitchers uh, against one specific pitcher. See extra base hits, batting average, expected batting average. I, I put a lot of stock into that. Like if somebody that's hitting fairly well right now and they're going up against a uh, pitcher that they hit like they're at four for four for eleven off of, that's probably somebody that I'm going to key in on for the day because the chances of them having a really good game are fairly high.
0: Yeah. does that baseball savant page with like batter versus pitcher does that show like exit velocity and like stuff like that, or is it just, or is it just hits and doubles and home runs and stuff? Because like, that's more of what I talk about. People are like, oh, this this batter struggles against it. this pitcher. He's only two for ten. Well, you know, maybe those, maybe three of those outs were just hard line drives right at somebody, or like caught at the wall. Like you can't like looking at the raw numbers. I don't think, unless it's a big sample size, it doesn't give enough of a picture. But yeah, I mean th- those baseball baseball savant stat cast game previews that have like the expected slugging percentage the hard hit percentage those are definitely great tools to look at for to, to look at if there's a, you can find some uh some bargains there
1: yeah you can see um i'm pulling it up right now as i'm talking uh you can see you don't just see like the basic <clears throat> the basic cut. let's look at uh sean murphy of oakland they're going up against the angels let's check them out right. he we go, refreshed uh they're going up the angels coming up uh lifetime against the angels he is 10 for 53 so it's only about in 189 Ooh. uh two doubles and a home run is it he's got a 21 percent k rate uh even but even though his batting average is 189 his expected batting average is 280 there you go the 466 expected slugging percentage so And uh, 92.3 mile an hour average exit below. So if you just look at the counting stats on it, it can look pretty bad. But you can see some of those stat cast numbers, which can kind of help as well. It's like he's probably somewhere in the middle of that, like against the Angels this week. He's probably not going to hit 189, but he's also probably not going to hit 280. So he might come out and hit 240 somewhere around there against the Angels over the next couple of games. And do fairly well. He seems to make decent contact, but two doubles in a home run in 56 plate appearances. Not the highest slugging wise, but yeah, like you can you can kind of dive in a little bit deeper than just the, the surface stats.
0: Yeah. And if you're a stat junkie like Blake and I, you can check out the Elias game plan app. Did you, did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday and Sunday because it's football season, our favorite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting, or just talking highlights around their water cooler, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. It's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau are the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, and the Elias Game Plan app is full of info and insights provided by their renowned research team. It gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge from league-validated team and player news, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, news, stats, and Elias' key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis. And Elias game plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting or your fantasy team. I know I always look at this when looking for some player props or just setting my fantasy lineup for the week. It's definitely something that has helped me cash in. So if you want to elevate your NFL season today, you need to download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. Uh,
1: And if you watch football, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. Right, I'm, I'm springing this on you here. Uh on me seattle
0: mariners up three and a half games on the orioles are they going to make the playoffs
1: yes okay I because mean, yeah. yeah i mean no go you ahead here first people uh uh big thing that's going to help is uh suarez is back today good vibes only mr two-tone with the hair he's back today from his injury uh, he's probably just going to play dh so not having him at third base is going to It's going to struggle a bit, which is kind of weird to say because when we brought him in, everybody was like, man, his glove sucks so bad. He's going to hit okay, but the glove sucks. And then he's been one of the Mariners' best uh, gloves on the infield all year. Yeah. The the, the big
0: thing. FanGraphs has them at a a ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs, ninety nine point eight percent chance. So, I know, I know they've struggled recently, and there's been some been some scares going three and seven in their, in their past ten. But it just seems like the Orioles had a, a few too many key losses recently. And you know what? If if the Orioles didn't trade away Mancini and um, their closer at the trade that deadline, maybe they're in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think if they could see into the future, maybe they wouldn't make those moves. Because those are the type of those are the type of players that would help Mancini's so clutch mm-hmm. over the years. It's like having him in here just like even for that one clutch hit that they need right now, like they they would have a much higher chance. But I I think Seattle just needs to I don't want to say coast to the playoffs because I'd like to see us get if we can get one or two more wins, I think then we'll have it all but secure. But I would I think they're going to get that win today. They're going up against the Rangers, and the Rangers are playing reliever ball, just like the opener, and piggybacked by a couple other pitchers. So I think we can take advantage of that in Texas. And
0: oh, I I I, I apologize for even asking this question. So I just looked up the Mariners' remaining schedule. It's three and th- all at home: Texas, <laughs> Oakland, Detroit. Like ten games left. Yeah, the uh, magic number is seven. So yeah, that's that's not a question, but yeah, but c- can continue about, about your Mariners before I move on to my Phillies.
1: Oh, you're good. Like I mean, getting okay. getting Suarez back's gonna help. Uh, the rumor is Julio is uh, fully healed, he, but he's not eligible to come back off the uh, injured list until Monday, so he'll be back Monday, which will help at the end. And pitching's looking great. Uh, best bullpen in baseball. Yeah, I, they have a lot going for them, especially September Kelnick is hot. I mean, I just did my article the other day, like the three what-ifs of fantasy baseball. And one of them was, what if Jar- September Jared Kelnick was all year Jared Kelnick?
0: Ooh.
1: And I ran the numbers and everything. And if September Kelnick played a full 162, he would hit 280 with 50 doubles and 40 home runs. So It's not, it's not too bad. I mean, I, I'd be okay with it.
0: You just need someone to go in his house every day and just change the calendar back to September, and he's like, "Okay, I'm locked in."
1: I think that might work.
0: <laughs> yeah, move Let's on. Let's about the, the Phillies, though. Yeah, the Phillies all are in a similar spot. They're up uh, what's one and a half games against Milwaukee, but the Phillies have they do have a relatively easy schedule over the over their their final ten or so games here. Uh, but they're on the road. They have three in Chicago against the Cubs four in Washington, and then three in Houston. So that that's going to be tough. Magic numbers nine over Milwaukee, who you know, they have two against St. Louis tonight, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, but then they host Miami for four and Arizona for three. So the uh, the confidence in Philadelphia is not too high right now. Fangraphs has them at an 86.4% chance to make the playoffs. Brewers at 20%, and the Padres could fall off They're at 92.8%. It's Zach Miller's back tonight. It's his second start back from the IL. I think they're getting him up to 75, 80 pitches to get him ready for the postseason, hopefully. So, yeah, if they can take care of business against these bad teams, which hopefully they can do. Bryce Harper has not been himself since returning, but he had a home run over the weekend. Hopefully it gets him going, and hopefully the positivity can can reign supreme in Philadelphia.
1: Let's hope so. I mean, it looks like a few other guys have been hitting pretty well, though. I mean, Hoskins batting 308 over the last seven mm-hmm. days. Real Muto, 417.
0: With he, a he's, home he's been one of the best players in baseball in the past few months, yeah. Also, they, they get uh, Castellanos back today, who has he's had his ups and downs, more so downs than ups, in his first year in Philadelphia. But I think if, if he is healthy, he's going to be a, a big boost to the lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's hitting 265 on the year, so not really anything to write home about, but getting that big bat back in the lineup will make a huge difference.
0: All right, and we, we've been giving away some good picks here, but we also have another sort of giveaway, Blake. Do you want to take it away?
1: Yeah, so we are working on a giveaway. Uh, we are going to run it from now, if you're listening to this. It is going from now until the end of the regular season, which is next Wednesday. We'll have a couple more episodes between now and then to remind you. But what it is, is if we could have you go to Spotify or Apple Podcast, either one. Uh, you need to follow the podcast page, or both, preferably, would be even better. Follow the podcast page uh, and leave mm-hmm. us a five star rating. Take a screenshot of it and send it to our Twitter uh, at, at SGPNFanBaseball. Uh, if you do that, we will put everybody in for a giveaway that we will do once uh, the time is that we'll probably do the giveaway next. Uh, when do we record? Probably next Friday is when we'll run the the giveaway and announce the winner.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be first day of the playoffs, so October seventh, so probably around there.
1: That's a perfect day for it. um We'll do uh, a fifty dollar gift card, or I guess fifty dollar merch credit to the SGPN store, uh, and then I got a couple of kind of nicer baseball cards. It's a baseball podcast. I'm a big baseball card collector. Been doing it forever, so. throwing a couple real nice baseball cards in there as well uh and the winner will, will get all three and yeah you just need to like and follow both of the pages on apple apple and spotify or either one i'm botching this either like follow five star rating take a screenshot send it on twitter and you're entered and we will run it live on the podcast here so we will announce it for everybody and then after after the episode goes out we'll we'll tweet it out as well so that the winner knows that they won and yeah if everybody could go do that that would be incredible
0: yeah sounds good and if you're not on twitter and you just want to do it on the discord you can just reach out to us on the discord either myself or Blake uh, the discord is sg.pn/discord if you want to get to apple podcast sg.pn/fantasy baseball Spotify is SG.PN slash Fantasy Baseball S, or you can just search for the SGPN Fantasy Baseball podcast on whatever platform you prefer.
1: Yeah, it's got the nice blue logo. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah, and if you are on Twitter and you want to hit me up again, it is at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E.
0: Yeah, I'm Ryan Gilbert. My Twitter is at Yeah,
1: And follow us on our show Twitter at SGPNFanBaseball. And I think that's going to do it for today.
0: Peace.
1: Peace.